सहनावतु सहनौ भुनक्तु सह वीर्यम करवावहै तेजस्विनावधीतमस्तुमा विद्विशावहै ओम शांति 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 नमश्री शंकरानंद गुरुपादांबुजन्मने सबिलास महामोहग्राहग्रासैककर्मणे वि सॉ वॉट डिड वी सी वि सॉ सम थिंग्स येस्टडे दट वि सॉ द ऑपरेशन ऑफ द माइंड इन रिवीलिंग एन ऑब्जेक्ट थैंक्स टू दि uh you know works such as upadesha sahasri and uh, you know by adi shankaracharya and the other one manasollasa by uh, who sureshwaracharya student of adi shankara direct student and uh, so we saw how the mind operates in what is the role of the mind in illumining an object or in other words bringing an object to light and we saw that there are two kinds of vritti vyapara meaning activities you know in terms of uh, you know in terms of the mind being an agent of the knowledge so certain things are you know what are whatever is there is revealed by the mind correct and so we saw two operations so one is vritti vyapti and we saw it through that the the molten metal being poured into the mold taking the whole shape of the mold that is called vritti vyapti where the sense organs go and contact the sense object whatever object is there but you see the thing is the sense organs don't function on their own it is backed by the mind so it's almost as the mind goes behind the sense organs and you know the mind backs the sense organs to do this activity number 1 vritti vyapti then the information is brought to the mind and then the mind you know you know the, the and the mind already has some idea what that what is going to be revealed because the mind knows and even if it doesn't know it has some you know it has some impressions and based on the impressions it will have a certain idea and then when the sense organs go and bring back the information janami ghatam ghatam janami i know part that is operation number 2 phalavyapti so if we just i uh, give an example to understand this better let's say you you know you come you uh, you know you come to the house you come to your house in the dark after attending some you know event late night event you come back and then you know you see a sleeping figure you know with a, some kind of a sleeping figure with a with a covering blanket you know where in on your porch and then you know you just say what what on earth is going on and it's all dark you let's say you can't you know find the light switch anywhere or you're in a hurry so first thing you do is you uncover the you lift the blanket and then what you do you shine the light to find out who it is and then you find out it's your friend who had come to visit and you know didn't have time to call or tried to call but your phone was off whatever it is and so then just curled up with a blanket you know on the front porch or on the chair on the front porch so then you know so the action of lifting the blanket to find out you know is called vritti vyapti uncovering the object you know by contacting the object is called vritti vyapti and then you shine the light <laughs> to find out who it is whether you know that is phalav vyapti oh this is my long lost friend who just took a chance and just you know yeah, some kind of a person who doesn't call in advance a spontaneous you know kind of a happy go lucky free for all person who is your friend you know underneath the blanket so even though 
these are two actions you know you uncover the blanket and then you shine the flashlight but in reality when we talk about how the mind operates these two are not consequential in fact they are happening simultaneously okay so if this much is understood then we can go a little further and see that the mind that is going and contacting the object you know it is uncovering the object by surrounding it with the sense organs you know the 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 the, 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 the mind which is blessed by consciousness you know has its own way of uncovering the object and how does it do that because the object is covered by ajnanam or better to say tamas 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 means you don't know what it is that's all it is and the object is unable to reveal itself so covered by tamas as though you know this is just an explanation so the object is as though covered by tamas meaning let's say it's a pot so it's a clay pot the pot does not say hello i am pot look at me it is not self evident unlike you correct and then it is you know it doesn't know it is pot so therefore it is covered by tamas because you, you know but whereas you are blessed by what you know you are blessed by that consciousness which can reveal itself and it also has the power to reveal other things all other things in the universe correct with the help of the mind so now you know so the, the the mind as i told you before is made from the sattva aspect sattva means very pure aspect of the five elements of the subtle five elements so the object is gross and the mind is subtle and with the help of the sattva mind the tamas is uncovered by the mind actually going and shaking taking the shape of the very object it is seeking to reveal okay now and then that revelation you know is is that information is brought back to the mind and then you know i i know this for sure i know that this is the space of my friend the person who was sitting on the porch or sleeping on the porch covered by a blanket is not none other than my friend this knowledge takes place so even though there are two vyaparas activities you know this is this is just a simultaneous one uh, even though we we are constrained to talk about it you know as though it is happening sequentially or consecutively there is no loss of time so this is one thing we have to remember or know about how the process of cognition the sophisticated explanation in vedanta to you know unfold the process of cognition of objects okay so now in the uh, that is number 1 number 2 we have to understand that in the revelation of an object the mind is an agent uh, and it it takes on that agency the mind is an active agent because the mind disciplines the sense organs directs the sense organs where to go and what to reveal and how to reveal and the mind is backing the sense organs and so the mind is an active agent in the uh, pramana vyapara in the operation of the pramanas which pramanas you know the not shabda pramana not uh, you know uh, not the uh, not vedanta yeah in vedanta the mind is you know is 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 just there <laughs> the mind is not an agent it is just a place where the revelation is taking place but in all other pramana sight you know hearing inference the mind is both the agent as well as a place where the revelation is taking uh, you know shape you see this is this is where the jeeva srishti this is what we have to understand so in all other uh, pramana operations except shabda pramana meaning vedanta the mind is an active fellow the mind is an agent of this knowledge and uh, you know any knowledge that is there knowledge of objects not the knowledge of subject so in in the man, matter of knowledge of objects the mind is both the agent of the knowledge and also a place where that knowledge is revealed ratified etc 
you know this is number 2 number 3 the mind is not a clean slate it is the storehouse of what is called you know the unconscious antakarana the mind is a storehouse of raga dvesha pain sorrow memories grudges resentment you know you 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 you, you got it all kinds of impressions from this life you know early childhood maybe even past life some tendencies vasanas all these things are there in this complex you know agent called the mind so in a way you can say the mind is an already biased agent it's like a detective who has already come to certain conclusions <laughs> ha ah. so the detective goes with a magnifying glass and yes something is revealed but then that revelation is what you know is 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 also has certain judgment critique etc is inbuilt into the revelation because the revealer you know has a, you know has a component that is subjective because the mind has this two fold you know two fold role one role is to be the store of where else will all the grudges go to be the storehouse of all grudges and resentment and the mind has the other portfolio of revealing objects is it a surprise then that the mind is you know that the that the mind is somewhat biased in the process of this revelation and so that bias which it brings to the process of revelation is called jiva srishti and and the revelation itself of the object you know that object is ishvara srishti the bias that the mind brings in the process of revelation is jiva srishti very interesting and so so this is if this is understood then you know we can uh, we can go further and uh, so let me just make sure that these three verses that we saw yesterday the examples from uh, these uh, upadesha sahasri etc um, and manasolasa have been assimilated yes no need more explanation need uh, have more questions clear so far okay good so then if that is clear and if you have any questions you can ask so then you know then verse number 31 is going to tell us that it is going to tell us about this twofold cognition yeah yeah if it feels like it then it is there <laughs> yeah so the verse number 31 is very important because it's going to it's going to conclude from these three examples what the author is trying to show so we'll we'll uh, chant that and we'll look into that satyevam vishayau dvau sthah satyevam vishayau dvau sthah घटौ मृन्मय धीमय घटौ मृन्मय धीमय मृन्मयो मानमेयस्यात्मृन्मयो मानमेयस्यात्क्षिभास्यस्तु धीमय साक्षिभास्यस्तु धीमय sati evam if this is a fact if this is understood evam sati then we can come to the conclusion swami vidyaranya says that there are two uh, you know there are two pots so we are coming back to the pot example vishayau dvau sthah that in every cognition there are two aspects or two objects that are revealed two objects and what are these objects you know ghatau so first what it was i i i set out to objectify the ghata correct to objectify the pot and then in the process what happened you know that i discovered that there are two pots ah upon inquiry you know i understood that there is not just one pot there are two pots where did the second pot come from so one is called mrinmaya ghataha so that which is mritvikara 
Mrithvikara means a modification of clay. So, you know, Mrindmaya is, is it's, you know, it's a modification of clay. So, that is very clear. So, this is revealed through the operation of sight, etc. Vavritti, Vyapti, Phala, Vyapti, all these things we have seen. So, this is what is called Mrindmaya Ghata. Mrindmaya Ghata means the clay pot, you know. A pot which is shaped with the help of clay. That is the first pot. And then Vishayav Dvaustha, two things are there, it was told. And then Ghatau, two pots. One pot, what is the first pot? Mrindmaya Ghataha. And then the second pot is Dhimaya Ghataha. Dhimaya, what is this Dhimaya Ghata? Dhimaya Ghata is buddhistha ghata so the ghata you know the impressions about the ghata based on memory vasanas prior knowledge smriti you know which is memory and then you know branti confusion wrong understanding all these things feelings about the ghata you know i love ghata i hate this part i can't i don't care for this part you know neutral so all these things, you know, I, I don't care either way about this part. I love part. I hate part. You know, is is lighted up along with part. Part cognition. I love part cognition. Is is glommed together, inseparable. And even though it shines as one, there are two cognitions there. You know, so. Swami Vidyaranya would like us to differentiate this subtle separation and then so that is the first line so very easy Sanskrit Sati Evam Evam Sati you know if this is the case then what we have to understand Vishayav Dvaustha the objects that are revealed are namely what two not one and let us say the object is a pot then we have Mrindmaya and you know Mrindmaya Mritvikara you know and then Dhimaya is how I feel about the pot and then Mrindmaya is the actual clay pot, pot made of clay. So in other words there are two pots, one is what a mental pot and then which is called Dhimaya Ghataha and then we have what? A material pot made of clay. <laughs> so now what to do with this? <laughs> what to do with this? You know, what to do with this information? Understand it at length. You have to understand it at length. So, uh, and then how to understand it at length? Go to the next line. Because he is going to explain this in a very unique way. Mrinmayo maname yasyat. With the revelation of the clay pot, the, the revelation of the clay pot is dependent upon pramana vyapara, meaning the operation of the sense organs, etc., means of knowledge. So, the operation of the means of knowledge reveals the clay pot. Ah, like, I spy with my own eyes this pot which is made of clay. So there, so the nishpati, the establishment of the clay pot or the bringing to light of the clay pot is complete. But Swami Vidyaranya says that's not the whole story dear folks. There is something else on a subtle level operating and along with the revelation of the pot, I want to have this pot that thought is also revealed. So the question, the very important question is, if the, if the uh, revelation of the clay pot is dependent upon Pramana Vyapara, don't get confused by Sanskrit, Pramana Vyapara is just a technical term for what? The operation of the means of knowledge, in this case the eyes. So, if the clay pot is dependent upon the eyes to be revealed, upon the sense organs to be revealed, upon a means of knowledge, even inference, for it to be revealed, then what? 
then the, the, the million dollar question is, how is the mental part revealed? If the material part is dependent upon the uh, operation of the pramana called sight, operation of sight, what about the mental part? This is clay part revealed by sight, correct? Backed by the mind, all this we have seen. But then, I want this part right now. It is very ancient and it is it is wonderful. It has all these designs. And then, maybe, let's, uh, you know, let's make the, uh, let's go all the whole hog and say, it is a priceless legacy of the Ming dynasty in, in China. So, it's a historical, very important part. And where are you sitting? At an auction. Yeah, you are sitting at uh, at an auction, and then I want this pot. First, you see, oh, it's a one, it's a it's a clay pot, and then you know you don't even just see it's a clay pot. You say, oh, it's a wonderful clay pot. You see, that's that's where it is. It's a beautiful pot. It's a beautiful clay pot. So that beautiful is you know dhimaya clay pot is mrinmaya. Clay pot is the material object and that word beautiful, I want this pot, it is wonderful to me, it pleases me, you know, mahyam rochate, it pleases me very much, it is pleasing to me, is what? Is a mental conclusion. So, how is this mental conclusion revealed? Huh? How is this mental conclusion revealed? The mental conclusion cannot be revealed by the operation of the pramana. You don't see the mental conclusion. No, 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 I infer the mental conclusion. How can you infer the mental conclusion? The inferrer is, you know, inseparable from the conclusion. How are you going to do that? So, you know, so what is, you know, so the second conclusion. What is the second conclusion? Beautiful clay pot beautiful clay pot you know how is that uh, how is that revealed it is revealed through what is called you know witness consciousness what is this witness consciousness witness means it is directly revealed ah. so one the the actual part is revealed through the pramana vyapara actual means the the clay pot you know, you're sitting in Sotheby's auction, you know, the Sotheby's, some, uh, you know, rich, uh, whatever, auction house in uh, England. So you're sitting there, and then everybody is showing one card, I want to pay this much for this part. So you walk in late, you, you wonder what this halla, this commotion is all about, and then you sit down, and then you see what is the object at hand that is being auctioned. You say, oh, what a wonderful clay pot. So you see the clay pot is, you know, maname yaha. It is revealed by the, you know, it's revealed by what? It's revealed by the mind. Revealed by the mind as an agent of the knowledge and the mind of course is inert. It is blessed by consciousness. We know that, you know. But a wonderful clay pot, oh my God, I'm glad I am attending this auction. This wonderful clay pot is right here. You know, that conclusion about the clay pot is directly revealed by the light of Atma, you know, without taking records to the mind. And that light of Atma obtaining here as what? The witness of the mind. Ah, that is what the whole thing is. The witness of the mind. So, this is, you know, this is just basically, the, you know, explaining the first verse of Drik Drishya Viveka. Rupam Drishyam Lochanam Drik Tad Drishtva Driktumanasam Drishyaha Dhivrittaya Sakshi Drigeva Natad Drishyate Very beautiful. So, when a form is to be revealed, then the seer is the pair of eyes. So the pair of eyes is the seer of the form to be revealed. The form to be revealed is seen, object, subject. So what is the subject in relation to, let's say, your, uh, let's go back to the clay pot example. You enter the auction house and your eyes, you know, you clap the eyes on the clay pot and the eyes become the revealer. 
you know subject and then the object is the clay pot and then let's say you know an eyelash or a piece of dust enters the eye and then you just you know rub the eyes and you can't see properly and then what happens you know then you pass by a mirror and then you look at the eyes and then you remove the piece of dust or the uh, the, the eyelash and then you know what are you looking at now you are no longer looking at the pot so the eyes are no longer the seer because you are actually looking at the eyes correct so here the there is a shift bit from the eyes as the subject because that's what everybody takes it if you haven't studied vedanta you see the eyes as the subject and then the object that is to be revealed by the eyes but then you see the eyes are actually inert they are actually servants and then what the mind is the master tad drishtva so when you look at the eyes in the mirror to find out the cause of the disturbed vision and then what happens how do you know there is disturbed vision drikthu manasam so the mind becomes the seer and the mind is the subject and then the eyes are the object you see there is a shifting this thing and then what then you say you know what i don't feel very happy today i'm a little restless i'm a little worried about something you know i'm a little you know out of sorts mentally then the mind is no longer the seer the mind is the object of your perception and then what the dhivrittayah so the various states of the mind vritti in the buddhi is the various thoughts in the mind when you say i'm i am restless what do you mean i am observing the restlessness which is occurring in the mind i am sad i am observing the sadness occurring in the mind correct i am happy i am ecstatic i am uh, observing the happiness occurring in the mind i am afraid i am observing the fear occurring in the mind so who is this uh, seer now sakshi so that consciousness which is you know now got the status of being the revealer of what the the local revealer yeah this is a dada revealer of the lo- local revealer the mind reveals small, small objects but then the mind itself is an object and when the mind is objectified then that consciousness which is reflected in the mind so to speak is the revealer so that consciousness you know the consciousness which is reflected in the mind reveals the objects and that chit alone that consciousness obtaining as the sakshi the atma alone reveals the mind the light of atma directly reveals the various states of the mind i am ragi i am a liker i am a dveshi i am a hater i am a you know Uh, i am a you know restless person and then what the ahankara which is uh, a, an important component of the mind you know the mind has feelings chittam ahankara the i notion buddhi the faculty uh, of decision making and manaha the faculty that is indecisive the judging faculty the decisive faculty the i notion the i sense and then the feelings emotional component all these comprise the mind and then so the mind here you know when the mind is objectified uh, you know what happens you know the the ahankara takes on the status of you know status of whatever is objectified by the mind so the mind is restless immediately the ahankara jumps and takes on that role and says i am restless because the ahankara is identified with everything that it that it you know that it uh, it takes on the credit of the revealer and the first of all wrongly it takes on the credit of the revealer and then it identifies with what is revealed so identifies with the mind identifies with the pramata knower you know jnata all these things you know 
manta thinker and then what else you know the the, the one that is uh, the revealer everything it identifies with and so therefore there are they you know uh, there are two kinds of very subtle operations happening one is a purely pramana operation both are blessed by the light of consciousness you know the light of consciousness you know as it obtains through the mind which is involved in the operation of the pramana is called manameyaha you know mrinmayaha ghataha manameyaha means meyaha means known that which is manayogyaha that which is fit to be known is what is known through the operation of the means of knowledge sight sound etc you know so the 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 the, the ghata is you know is seen and then you say this is a clay pot and sometimes we have this you know we have a ghata that is played <laughs> yeah you turn the pot upside down and you put some things on the fingers in carnatic music ghata is played you do, let's say you walk into a concert you don't see the ghata but you hear the ghatam you know yeah that is also manameyah mrinmayah ghatah and then oh what a wonderful how nicely the person is playing what a wonderful ghatam that is what dhimayah sakshi bhasyah so and then this you know then the question the very important question arises why what is it going to why should i know this i mean this is so what is that intricate if not complicated it it may not be complicated but it is very intricate who on earth cares whether this pot is mental pot or material pot and you say the two are together this is a wonderful clay pot or this is a dirty clay pot or this is a you know what is that this is just a clay pot doesn't matter i don't want it i don't not want it it's simply there so who cares especially when the two you know you are trying to delineate something this is i am raising my own purva paksha here you and you know so somebody can say you are trying to delineate two things which you say are already together this is a wonderful pot is already together and if if that conclusion is together along with the revelation of the object the conclusion is also together then who on earth cares what is the revealing agent of the actual object and what is the revealing agent of the revealer in which case the in this case the mind you know why should i care well swami vidyaranya would say you should care deeply <laughs> why because the mental conclusion this is a wonderful pot is at the core of the problem of samsara <laughs> really yeah it's at the core of the problem of samsara because the mental conclusion this is a wonderful pot or this is a boring pot or this is a you know neutral pot is at the core of all of your problems this is the you know this is the ingredient of jeeva srishti yeah and then what does the ahankara do let us look at this this will become clear when we see what the ahankara does so the ahankara you know takes on the status of uh, like i told you the ahankara just is a you know insatiable uh, you know uh, what is that karta <laughs> karta bhukta is ahankara the status of uh, the that which is uh, the the revealer the ahankara the i notion gloms on to everything and takes credit for all the things that are revealed all activities the ahankara takes credit karta bhokta pramata manta you know shrota vakta everything you know the trich uh, you know the uh, trich means the uh, agent suffix trich shrotri that tri you know like uh, uh, and in english also we have er you know er er means this er you know <laughs> teach teacher you know and then and then what else sing singer and then what else you know um sleep sleeper dream dreamer wake 
waker so that er is the english version of the trich pratyaya <laughs> so this trich is very interesting because that's where the you know e even though we say it's a small it's just a three one syllable and in er two letters in english so that is just a suffix but the suffix is everything here because the suffix is the ahankara here taking on what doesn't belong to it in fact the real er is the atma atma is the one that is you know doing the re revelation but here the ahankara snatches the trophy of the revealer from the atma and even from the mind and says me i did this yay <laughs> and so what does the ahankara do the ahankara says i thought i saw i did uh, who is the thinker i am the thinker i am the revealer okay and so the ahankara treats the mind like a karana karana means you are just my servant says the ahankara just go go find out who it is you know go go find out you know who who that is go find out and go do this go do that you are just a little servant at my beck and call you are that you should just go find out and bring the information back to me because then i will just put you on the, on the side you know and then i will say i did this <laughs> you know like you, you you let's say the person has a, a you know the person has a cook in the house and invite some guests the cook cooks all day long and then slog 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 and then the the you know the host says okay okay and just when the ta the time of the guests arrival the host takes a little bit of uh, what is that called uh, you know that uh, you put in the kheer and all elaichi powder elaichi means uh, what is it called in english somebody Ca cardamom 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 so you put a little bit of cardamom powder it's got a wonderful aroma and then so just as the guests are walked in you time it such that you know the paayasam which had to be stirred constantly for 45 minutes doesn't matter that the the lackey did it and then you now when the guests are coming you just sprinkle a little and and the lacky powder the cardamom also pounded the cardamom into powder not an easy thing to do and then take its time consuming and it has to be a fine powder and then what do you do you just sprinkle it and give it the final stir and the guests come and they see you at the fire and then just stirring this kheer and then what happens and then they conclude oh you know you have made such a wonderful paayasam and then what do you do you know what does the person do the person you know is very mum usually talkative person doesn't volunteer the information that in fact it was the cook who did this i am just timing myself to put this elaichi powder so the like that the ahankara is cardamom powder you know the one who puts the cardamom powder at the end the one who likes to take away snatches the credit and takes it away so it deploys the ahankara deploys the mind as a the mind means here the vyapara you know the, the, the whole uh, you know uh, you know what is that taking the shape of the object revealing the object etc even though the mind does all the work the ahankara what does it do the ahankara takes the credit and runs i am the revealer ah. so then you know this is what is called the mrinmaya ghata who is the revealer of the mrinmaya ghata the ahankara is the revealer of the mrinmaya ghata it says it identifies with being the revealer and then what about the you know in the in the sentence this is a wonderful pot so the ahankara says i am the revealer of the pot and then who is the revealer of the wonderful <laughs> ahankara is you know mute it doesn't it doesn't no it doesn't it is a little bit confused and then it says you know what it it says 
it it identifies with the conclusion it doesn't have the objectivity that it does in identifying the you know in 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 looking at the mind from a little bit of a space as the lackey with regard to the conclusion this is a wonderful so this so in in this sentence this is a wonderful part there are two components there is the actual part and the statement this is wonderful the ahankara you know identifies with the statement wonderful completely it believes that statement it has a higher premium for the statement it is wonderful more than the statement this is a part it has a higher value because it identifies with it more there is less space between the ahankara and the conclusion of this you know the the the, uh, the conclusion of the mind it has very less space you know why because here the mind vyapara is not there because the mind itself is an object and that uh, you know the light of atma you know is revealing Uh, revealing the mind and the ahankara is unable to see that because the ahankara is identified with the mind is this clear you see this is what the problem is because the sakshi is not understood and that's why in the vedanta shastra you know one is put you know where the ahankara is repeatedly brought to sit and be with the sakshi to identify with the sakshi rather than the mind the, the 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 mind and the ahankara are just completely identified so in the case of this is part the ahankara takes away the credit from the revealer which is the mind and says yes i am you know i am pramatha yes bring me the information i am the pramatha and then in the case of this wonderful you know the ahankara believes that you know to be true and then what you know believes the state of the mind identifies with the mind and has a higher premium you know on that states of the mind because it it feels real to the ahankara ah that is what the whole thing is so this is very ingenious very very interesting and very very ingenious because this is subtle difference why should we, why should i care i should care because if the sakshi bhasya feeling is you know is seen to be as real as the knowledge produced by the pramanas then i am in trouble yeah in fact you know the ahankara is doing shirshasana because it is standing on its head how why is the ahankara standing on its head what do you mean because it is believing a a conclusion based on ragadveshas etc it is believing that to be true and and uh, and then that object which is objectively revealed by the operation of the pramana it is not you know able to see that for what it is so the overlay of the feelings always affects the object itself so the object even though it is revealed is still covered by a patina of ragadvesha samskara vasana etc etc so this is a wonderful part that wonderful and the part are always completely stuck together and swami vidyaranya wants to separate so you can look at this term wonderful from the standpoint of the sakshi and see that the mind is engaging in or identified with the feelings connected to the part and this has nothing to do with the actual part it has nothing to do with the revelation of the actual part the feelings connected to the part is actually the process of the mind being revealed by the witness consciousness it has nothing to do with the actual part at all and so how i feel about the part if that takes precedence then the whole world will be bhogya prapancha something to consume and that is what is capitalism dear friends because the whole world seeing the whole world as an object of consumption 
I want more of this, more of this, and even if this belongs to someone else, I want that. Well, you can't have that. Well, that's why I'm sad. <laughs> so there is a projection upon the universe, upon objects in the universe that are non-separate from the objects. So the wonderful goes and joins the pot, even though it has nothing to do with the pot. The wonderful belongs to you, the pot belongs to Ishvara. Pot, Ishvara Srishti, wonderful Jiva Srishti. That is why it is, you know, it is very important to delineate this subtle thing. So you, you don't have a say over the pot. Pot simply is, and the pot has no ability to bring out either joy or sorrow in your mind. The pot is inert. The pot doesn't have the ability to bring out or to make you happy, to make you afraid or to make you sad. <laughs> oh, then who has the ability? You yourself. That sorrow is centered on that same I that is identifying with the states of the mind rather than witnessing the states of the mind. So identifying with the states of the mind where the seeds of this sorrow, fear, etc. are already there due to previous samskaras, due to the unconscious. This is not understood. And so identifying with the states of the mind, the, the feelings about the pot or the feelings about oneself sometimes are, are projected onto the pot. Pot here means upalakshana for object. Are projected to the, uh, on the object. So the subject overlays the object, the feelings about the subject, the antakarana of the subject, the inner instrument, mind, feelings, etc. of the subject is transferred onto the object. So the object becomes the source of happiness or sorrow. You know, that's what the whole thing is. And so this is a big, big spoof. And this is what has to be, this is what has to be downloaded, offloaded. I took, gave you that example yesterday. So, you know, when you have a computer that is running out of memory, your laptop is running out of memory, you buy a hard disk and you offload everything. <laughs> so, you free the computer. Similarly, the, the, you know, all these impressions of the mind are offloaded in the sadhana called meditation, nididhyasana, dhyana, etc. Sparshan, kritva, bahir, bahyan. So all the sparshas, all the impressions, you know, all the sense objects that are loaded in the mind as wonderful, horrible, idiotic, etc. They are kept outside. So that's why there are, I told you, there are two parts and that's why there are two mothers, two fathers, <laughs> you know. So one father is what? Mrindmayaha or, you know, Panchakoshamayaha, you know, Pita. Panchakoshamayaha Pita. And then the other Pita is Dhimayaha. Yeah, same thing with Mata. You know, Panchakoshamaya Mata. And then Dhimaya Mata. Two Matas, two mothers, two fathers, you know. And then, uh, so therefore, two parents, you know, dvaustha, sthav, dvaustha, what, pitarau, you can say, mother and father, there are, actually there are two sets of them. How are they two sets of them? One is the actual, you know, modification of the five elements, you know, all the space uh, and, uh, you know, fire, Vaishvanara, all these things, fire, water, etc. You see the flesh, body, gross, body, mind complex, you see, you can, you can objectify and, you know, that, you know, so that is there. And then the other mother, the other set, of parents is Dhimayao. <laughs> so Dhimayao me Pitarao means what? This is loaded in the mind as wonderful, so lovely. <laughs> and then one minute, second minute, neglectful, abusive, horrible. Always they do this. And same thing with the spouse. 
and in fact everyone is married to two people <laughs> one is the objective person and the second is the subjective person and that is loaded on to the mind and glommed on identified helplessly with super glue by the ahankara and then what is the antidote with of of the super glue studying chapter 4 carefully <laughs> that is the key that separates this enough to have that inner space to look at these two operations objectively so even with regard to the mother father spouse child so with the spouse i was saying there are two one is the actual spouse you know and the other is loaded on to the mind in in in, in the form of unmet expectations rankling resentment you know growing grudges all these things and the two come together and one is not able to separate because the ahankara is identified with the mind you know that is that is what verse 31 concludes very beautifully and then verse 32 is going to tell us what is actually the cause of sorrow which we have already talked about in using a uh, bringing to light a particular pedagogy of the mind called prakriya and here this pedagogy of the mind is called uh, you know what is that called anvaya vyatireka anvaya vyatireka prakriya so this is very interesting you know this i don't know how to translate anvaya vyatireka so i just said the law or the logic of what is called invariable concomitance so concomitance means coexistence the invariable coexistence so like this you know like in you know in the presence of a you know b is there if a is there b is there you know if b is not there still a is there <laughs> so what do you conclude a is constant b comes and goes correct yeah so you see what is invariable in everything and that is that is how you come to this yes dhimaya and mrinmaya part conclusion so the actual part the material part and the mental part you know how do you come to this conclusion which is jeeva srishti a and then this next conclusion which is the cause of sorrow is the material part is the material universe forget part now is the material universe ishvara srishti the material universe the cause of my sorrow or is my mental universe this universe you know helplessly entangled or coexisting with you know inextricably linked with the impressions of the universe the cause of my sorrow so is the material universe is what is making me sad or is the mental universe making me sad let us find out through this you know um Uh, through this verse anvaya vyatirekabhyam dhimayo jeeva bandhakrit anvaya vyatirekabhyam dhimayo jeeva bandhakrit satyasmin sukha dukhe stah satyasmin sukha dukhe stah लॉजिक or the law of invariable concomitance you know and you know we can give many examples you know so you can give many examples and then uh, you know you can uh, sort of see that you know if there is if there is some sound coming you know some kind of a uh, you know little you know organ or you know this mouth organ or something is being played you hear some sound and then you look around you don't see the cause of the sound but you see a little child sitting there and then you know 
and then let's say the little let's say this is happening at the airport at the gate you are also at the gate this little child is also sitting at the gate and then as whenever that little child is there you know the sound comes there is some music sound that is happening but you don't see the cause of the sound you just see the little child sitting there then let's say the child goes gets up to go to the bathroom and the sound also stops correct yeah so whenever the the child is present the sound is also present and then when the child is not there the sound also goes away so therefore there the child must be producing the sound and then sure enough it has some kind of a game or something it is playing so whenever it's playing the game the sound comes you know on a small device or something like that you know you can conclude so like this you know so through this we can conclude what dhimaya you know jagat you know dhimayam jagat is what jiva bandhakrit you know jivasya you know bandha so the the cause of bondage of the jiva so that which causes bondage the karta of bondage for the jiva jiva bandhakrit is what dhimaya ghata or mrinmaya ghata it is always dhimaya so the cause of bondage is not the material universe projected by ishvara the cause of bondage is the mental universe projected by the jiva bondage here is sorrow etc where one feels one cannot get out of it and one cannot stay in it you know i i have so many examples like this people come to me and say i can't stand this blank you know let's say job you can fill in the blank let's say job i can't stand this job they come and tell me so i'll say please leave it you know you are qualified you have such high qualifications you find something else no 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 how i have been here for so long i'm i'm not going to let them take the credit and do that i'm going to slog to make this right okay so do some japa do something and then you know maybe work on yourself you know go to therapy whatever it is make it so that you can accept this job and then you can live in it happily no how can you be happy in this job you you haven't gone you haven't worked in years so you don't know what it is like uh, to go to the office these days and that to this office and this job it's horrible okay leave it no 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 how i can leave it and now you can fill in the blank <laughs> this is this really is terrible you know i hate this marriage okay don't be in it leave it this is terrible marriage okay don't be in it no 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 how to leave it you know this is what is called bandha so the mental projections are the cause of the bondage for the jiva not ishvara's projection in the form of the universe and how do we know this you know and then that the second you know the second line is going to tell how this conclusion has been arrived at sati asmin asmin sati means in its presence in whose presence bhimaya's presence in the presence of the mental universe sukha dukhe stha you know the alternating cycles the yo yo life of joy sorrow joy sorrow 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 little bit of joy is there and when the bhimaya you know dhimaya means what when the mental universe is absent then tasmin asati when the the mental universe is absent they too you know nadvayam these two sukha dukhe they are not there these two are all gone so when the mental universe is there the sorrow and fear etc exist when the new mental universe is absent then the fear and the sorrow are also gone so what is the conclusion the mental universe is the cause of the sorrow and the fear just like the child was the cause of the sound this is anvaya vyatireka this is the teaching uh, what is that methodology called anvaya vyatireka then when is the mental universe absent in sleep 
yeah in sleep there is no mental universe in dream there is a mental universe but you know there are projections there are fears etc all are there but in sleep there is no mental universe in a state of samadhi in in, in meditation there is no mental universe in a meditation means when the meditator and the chant become one and then the world stops for the short period that is called samadhi there is no mental universe there is only the material universe and then let's say you get up too quickly you black out and then just fall down on the bed you have a what is called an e- event called syncope a small fainting event murcha there is no mental universe so the mental universe uh, is is not there and then in these uh, three states sushupti samadhi murchasu in in these three states there is no mental universe and then there is no sorrow either so what do we conclude in the waking state and the dream state sorrow is there possible mental universe is also there so the mental universe is the cause of sorrow how more we will see tomorrow om purnamadah purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnamevavashishyate ओम शांति 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 हरि ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः हरि ओम